That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Folks, we're teetering on what could be an economic meltdown, threatening to wash away our savings and retirement. Inflation has surged to levels unseen in 40 years. Gold is the smartest and most responsible investment you can make for you and your family in times like these. A safe haven asset that protects your purchasing power and your wallet from inflation. When it comes to protecting your IRA or 401k, trust only the best. My friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold has earned the highest trust ratings in the precious metals industry and builds relationships based on integrity, expertise, and impeccable service. Get up to $5,000 in free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithlou.com today or give them a call at 844-6484-LOU. Don't wait. Take control of your retirement today. Call 844-6484. 84-L-O-U and speak with one of their experts. Time is of the essence. Protect your future with Allegiance Gold. Visit protectwithlou.com or call 844-648-4LOU. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs, and welcome to The Great America Show. Great to have you with us. Hope you're having a great weekend. The United Auto Workers Union is in its second day of strikes against the three main Detroit car makers, Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis. As of last night, roughly 11% of the 145,000 UAW employees were on strike. A global research firm estimates that each of the three car makers has a two-month supply of cars or en route to dealerships. The last strike against General Motors back in 2019 lasted for 40 days. The Biden regime ginning up its vast propaganda machine to defend the indicted son of the president. Special counsel David Weiss indicted Hunter Biden this week on gun charges, and the congressional investigation of his father is building. An impeachment inquiry to President Biden has quickened its tempo. Subpoenas are expected to go out soon. Hunter Biden's attorney, Abby Lowell, wasted no time joining the Marxist media broadcast. Lowell told Good Morning America that the indictment was brought because of, get ready, politics, not because Hunter lied and bought a gun illegally. Our defense has multiple parts to it, and the first is that there's a deal in place that should have prevented this. The second is that courts are finding the statute unconstitutional. And the third, if it ever gets that far, and we don't believe it should, there'll be a defense on the facts of this case. And again, I need to point out for people who are paying attention that what's odd about this is the fact that this happened in 2018. Law enforcement showed up, no charges. The U.S. Attorney's Office has known about this for years, no charges. When they found out about it and made a deal, it was for a Diverted, uh, a diverted agreement. What changed? Not the facts, not the law, but all the politics that have now come into play. Joe Biden hasn't commented yet on Hunter's indictment, but did tell a group of donors that the Republicans only want to impeach him because they want to shut down the federal government. 
failing to mention the already overwhelming evidence against him and members of his crime family. Not to mention, the president himself hasn't denied the charges raised against him. President Trump credits a federal judge for Hunter's legal issues. The former president was asked if he still believes there's a two-tiered justice system with Hunter Biden now indicted. President Trump says Hunter was only indicted because of a brave federal judge, Judge Mary Ellen Norieka, who threw out Hunter Biden's sweetheart plea deal with the Justice Department. There's no question about it. He had a plea deal that was the deal of the century, uh, the art of the deal. You could write a book on it, the art of the deal. Uh, and all of a sudden that was broken up by a judge who was able to, a brilliant judge actually, who was able to see through what was happening. And it's a sad situation. I mean, nobody should be happy about this. I'm not happy about it. Nobody is. It's a very sad thing. It's so bad for our country. Uh, but, you know, if you think about it, I've been under investigation from the day I came down the escalator and a phony investigation, fake investigations, investigations that I beat every single time, still under investigations. But it's a very sad thing, and it's a uh, slippery slope and dangerous, very dangerous for our country. President Trump straightforward even as he faces four criminal indictments from a crooked, corrupt Biden regime. Turning now to a story we've been covering for months here on The Great America Show, the conservative consumer boycott and the rapid decline of what was once America's beer, Bud Light. As major retailers struggle to sell Bud Light at all and all Anheuser-Busch products, Bud Light sales are still in the tank. The retailer sales are down 30% six months after the transgender campaign that the company ran with influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Bud Light has since lost its title of top-selling beer in America to Mexico-based beer Modell. Here with us today on The Great America Show is the man whose family built the company and that brand. Joining us is Billy Bush. He's author and heir to the Anheuser-Busch dynasty. And Billy, it's great to have you with us here on The Great America Show. You have out a new book, and I want to recommend it to everyone. The title is this, and it's exact. The Extraordinary Rise and Epic Fall of an American Dynasty. This latest debacle has to be gut-wrenching for you and the entire Bush family. I will say that I probably was around during Anheuser-Busch's greatest growth. Um, my dad, who was running the company at the time, August Bush Jr., better known as Gussie, took the company from 3 million barrels to 35 million barrels in about uh, 25, year, uh, 25 to 30 years that he ran Anheuser-Busch. And he opened up nine new breweries across the United States, and he put... Uh, theme parks around most of those breweries as you would probably know them as bush gardens you bet. Um, he opened up our home grants farm um in st louis to the public and got the idea of opening up the bush gardens around the breweries from opening up grants farm he realized the great brand loyalty that brought to the brands that he was selling as well as the uh, advertisement that that brought to the brands he bought a baseball team, the St. Louis Cardinals. And um, so he was a great marketer. He was um, he, he understood how to grow a business. I watched him as he grew the business. I learned some of the principles that he used uh, during that time, how marketing was so important. Grassroots beer selling was so important. Understanding every detail of the company. Um, 
was was very important to him treating his the employees right giving back to his community giving back to the country was always important and um that's what that's what he did and i think that really helped him grow the company so you know it's just a different culture today what you see at anheuser-busch it's no longer like that uh, i don't think and um you know we're seeing that in the advertising that they're doing now with bud light and of course they've lost a lot of sales because of that kind of advertising a lot of sales and i know that the company w was sold to inbev and uh things are quite different now but to get to the to the point we are now where Anheuser-Busch has moved from sort of essential Americana. Uh, every, I'll put it this way, in my generation, every kid ordered a Bud. You know, it was just the beer. Uh, and suddenly, to see a, a transgender uh, uh, image on a beer can, um, you know, took us in a whole different direction. Anheuser-Busch, these people running your company, the company, I should say, I just really destroyed a, a piece of Americana. Well, they did. And it's unfortunate because, uh, you know, when they bought the company, the um, their advertising was doing well. The It was like a big ship sailing down the ocean um, in a in a single direction, moving forward, doing well. And uh, now that big ship is starting to turn. And when you when you make changes like they made and uh, it becomes a political message that you get into now you're dividing you're you're really advertising to a small portion of the of the world and my family would would not have um, would not have gone in that direction they believed in inclusiveness they believed in the motto making friends is our business and bringing everybody together beer is a social drink it's something um that, that's you drink when you're bringing people together and you're enjoying life and you're having fun and to push a political agenda like transgender like the transgender culture into into the uh, beer drinker who doesn't really even understand that culture who um, doesn't relate to it whatsoever was just the wrong message and i think uh, they're paying for it now you know, I guess one way to put it, and I'm doing this with a tongue in cheek, but it, uh, that might be better advertising for the white wine crowd uh, <laughs> rather than uh, a, a brewski. Uh, I just have to wonder, uh, the rest of your family, uh, you, you've obviously uh, you've uh, you've uh, exited the company, uh, your your inheritance and your uh, your income no longer, as I would guess, uh, depended on how well Budweiser does or doesn't do. But how does the how does the rest of your family feel? You know, I'm the first family member that's ever published a book uh, about the family, and so I really had an opportunity to go back and to research and to really get an understanding of who my great-grandfather was, Adolphus Bush, who started the company, um, as, as well as my grandfather, who ran the company through prohibition um, and kept all 2,000 employees employed during that time, <laughs> and got to know my father in his younger years um, when he was coming up and he was, they were writing letters back and forth and I had access to all these letters uh, to his grandfather, to his, to his father, and really got a great understanding of 
who they were and um, how they supported this country, how much they love this country. I, I mean, during the world wars, they gave up most of the marketing on their products to market um, to market in a way that supported America through the wars. They they uh, shut down some distribution, especially along the West Coast, to, so that America could use transportation on the West Coast to move soldiers around and um, and military equipment. And so they always did anything they possibly could to support America. And I really got that incredible sense uh, knowing that Adolphus came here to live the American dream, the faith they had in this country. And it's just uh, the family reigns. The book I wrote has that history in it, that great American history, which I think people will really, really enjoy. And then um, uh, growing up, you know, watching my father, having the experiences I had growing up, uh, both good and bad. I talk about that in the book. And so I am closer to it than my, my, and then I kept the comp, I kept the, the business going. I kept the beer tradition going not too long after the company was bought by InBev. Um, so um, I got into the beer business. We're still in the beer business. We have the Bush family brewing and distilling company um, here in St. Louis and in, in, um, in, in Missouri. And so, I'm just much closer to it than the rest of my family. And I think I have a better understanding um, than, than, they under, than, than they see it. So as far as how they feel about how things are going today, we in the book, you can see that we had a kind of a, a, a problem, a division in the family over our home where we grew up, Grant's Farm. And it tells you all about what happened uh, during that time too. So I'm not that close to my family any longer. And so I really couldn't tell you, Lou, um, how they feel about, about what's going on, but, um, I'm sure it's got to affect them negatively also. I think it's, uh, I would hope that it, uh, it does, uh, but you never know a family as large and broad as, uh, the Bush, uh, family, you're going to have some, uh, uh, division is not an unnatural state of affairs for families that large and over a number of generations. I, I do th want to ask you about St. Louis, though. You've watched a lot happen. Uh, you've been a part of the country, the, the country and St. Louis uh, history. St. Louis right now seems to to be divided itself. Give us a sense of crime and what it's like to live in St. Louis now versus when you were growing up. Yes, unfortunately, St. Louis is not thriving like it used to. It's not thriving at all, actually. Um, a lot of big companies have moved out of St. Louis. There's a few of them left, um, but uh, we used to be a hub here for uh, the, the airlines. Uh, so you could pretty much go anywhere from here to any other city, any other state directly, and you can't do that any longer. Unfortunately, a lot of the young talent um, who grow up, grows up here in St. Louis and goes to school here are moving away. They go to they go to other states to pursue careers. Um, we're seeing a lot of that. And then, of course, the crime that is just, you know, we have uh, we have a, a Democratic mayor down there. Um, they're not convicting the criminals uh, that a lot of them are getting away with things They defunded the police in St. Louis City. 
And so the crime rate is up more, more so than ever. Um, it used to be a great place to go. There were wonderful places in the city, uh, the landing, uh, Central West End, you could go and eat and go to restaurants. It's kind of dangerous going down in those parts now. Um, you know, even going to the St. Louis Cardinal game at the Bush Stadium, uh, there's a lot of people are getting their cars broken into while at the game. And it can be kind of dangerous doing those kinds of things too. So it's taken the, a, a terrible turn for the worse. And um, all we can do is hope and pray that we get the right kind of governance down in the city to bring things back because a lot of people are exiting that area and moving out into the outskirts of uh, Saint, the St. Louis area, area, like St. Charles. Well, that's terrible, and and everyone is sorry to hear that, except there is this, and that is nearly every major city in the United States right now. When we look, uh, turn our eyes away from just a moment from what all the Marxist Dems are doing in the nation's capital, which is a tragedy that is larger than anything we could have ever imagined, these large Democratic-run cities, uh, the crime rates are exploding. The poverty levels, the homeless levels are a disaster. And the Democrat Party, uh, they were the ones that were supposed to be able to fix these things instead of fuel and worsen them. Uh, it, it's a sad, sad moment in our history. We're talking with Billy Bush. He's the author of the new book, Family Reigns, The Extraordinary Rise, and Epic Fall of an American Dynasty. We will get his sense of what he thinks corporate America is all about today and how corporations are getting in the mess that so many of them find themselves. We'll be right back. Stay with us. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back now. We're talking with Billy Bush. His book is Family Reigns, The Extraordinary Rise and Epic Fall of an American Dynasty. And we're talking about the Bush dynasty in this country. Billy, let, let's turn to what in the world is corporate America doing in your judgment as you're watching what is happening, not just to the to the Anheuser-Busch uh, enterprises, but and your own, but across the country, we are looking at HR departments driving uh, ESG, uh, you know, EID. They're driving all sorts of nonsense that is just on its face laughable. I'm speaking only for myself. I mean, it, it's just to me, this is a disgusting moment because this is specious. It's it's sophistry rolled up as some sort of uh, fancy uh, psychosocial uh, uh, doctrine. Uh, your thoughts? 
Yes, if you look at what Disney's doing, what Target has done, of course, what AB InBev, um, what's going on with their advertising, these big corporations, what's it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I think um, they're trying, I think they're trying to be, maybe they're trying to be inclusive, but inevitably it becomes divisive how they're advertising. I think it's pushing a woke agenda down people's throats. I don't think people relate to that kind of advertising that they're that they're doing. I mean, girls, guys dressing up as girls in um, in 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 Disney, and I have seven kids, Lou, and they're all older now. I've got two grandkids. When I take my little kids or my little grandkids to Disney right now, um, with that kind of uh, advertising, with what they've got going on as far as guys dressing up as girls it's so confusing little kids don't understand that and um it's not it's not a wholesome um way of going about things like disney used to have and then of course targets targets uh pushing some of the woke agenda uh i think gender identity is something that's supposed to be a, the woke uh, way of going about things using the correct pronouns all these kinds of things and now you're taking kids into into um into Target or, or to Disney or something like that and exposing them to these kinds of radical culture, cultural behaviors. It just, it just doesn't make any sense. That used to be a private issue. Nobody cares. You know, if people are transgenders, that doesn't matter. Those kinds of things to us, but we don't want it pushed in our face. It's supposed to be a private thing. And you know, the great thing about America and, in which we always loved is it's the land of the free and people are free to make choices as long as they're not hurting anyone. And I'm not against any of those free choices, but don't push it in somebody's face. Yeah, I, I think those are good words for everyone to to live by. The, the reality is that Disney's lost about a billion dollars on their last uh, number of films because of the woke attitudes, the transgender uh, uh, doctrines they're throwing out there. Uh, it, it is it, it's not working as a business philosophy, and yet they, they're pushing it uh, because the ideological uh, basis for it all uh, is really anti-American. And there's no doubt about that. Uh, and what is difficult for me to comprehend is why shareholders are putting up with it, why customers are putting up with it in any fashion. Uh, the, it, it, I begin to, I'm beginning to believe, and I was always against boycotts, but I, I believe it's gotten to the point that the, the conservatives and Republicans and independents, working men and women and their families who just want to, to be Americans and live the American dream, they're being told, go to hell by American business. Uh, and that's that's when things have to be stopped. Uh, it, it really has to end there because that's the last power these folks have. The elections are rigged. The, the fact is that they're, they're bringing in <laughs> labor uh, across that border uh, wholesale to compete for wages, for jobs. And the working man and woman in this country is just getting, I, I mean, they're getting destroyed. Your thoughts? Uh, there's no doubt about it. In Family Reigns, the book that I just wrote, I talk about how my family um, and the leaders of the company from the Bush family love this country and supported this country. Would they support what's going on right now? Heck no. Would they speak up? 
there would be a way they would speak up. Um, they wouldn't want to lose any of their backing, any 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 buyers of their of their uh, of their brands. But they would still speak up because they believed in this country first. Con- the country always came first, and that's why I'm speaking up, Lou. Because um, you know, I knew what this country. I know what this country gave to our family uh, because my family worked so hard to build this incredible beer empire and they couldn't do it in any other country except for this country america that we live in and what we see today with what's going on is just i I don't know the incentive behind it what's incentivizing companies to to go in this direction this woke direction it doesn't make any sense to me but um, what they're doing, they're tearing down this country. And I don't know if they're being incentivized, Lou, some, in some way that we don't see. Maybe it's, you know, a, um, this administration that we have. I don't trust it. I think that, uh, you know, there could be, I, I think there was tampering in the election, whether it was, you know, holding the Hunter Biden tapes back or the Hunter Biden uh, computer back so people couldn't see what was going on with the Biden family uh, before the before the election. That's tampering with the election right there. So we know that there was some tampering being done. But what this government is is um, is pushing over on, you know, you look at you look and see what went on with the pharmacies and the vaccine and the money that was made by government officials um due to the vaccine push pushing the vaccine on people and now we find out that it was all a bunch of baloney and could they be incentivizing these companies to go against america i just it's just a really scary time that we have and why they're trying to break down our culture what where we came from and tear it apart canceling our culture and and everything that we were founded on looks is trying to trying they're trying to make it look like it's so wrong and so bad that um yeah i i don't know what the underlying reason for it is but something's going on you're you're right there's something going on and most of us who've been following this and investigating it for some time I uh, think it's uh, it's it's pretty straightforward now. Uh, the Marxist Dems are anti-American. They're anti-America, and we have to come to the understanding, which is difficult for all of us. But right now, the Marxist Dems are in control of our federal government, and the federal government is weaponized against the American people. We're talking with Billy Bush. His book is Family Reigns, The Extraordinary Rise and Epic Fall of an American Dynasty. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We're back with Billy Bush, and I asked Billy to come on the show to give us his perspective. Uh, his book uh, is a book about America and, uh, and the journey that uh, most of the folks in my generation are, have taken and which the current generation uh, will continue. Uh, it's going to be quite a different uh, path than most of us followed uh, folks in my generation. Billy, I want to just get your sense, first of all, exactly where uh, this country is in your judgment. Uh, you talked about how serious the situation is, but what do you look to uh, for inspiration? What do you look to uh, as a path forward? You don't strike me as a fellow who's either uh, is going to be uh, irrationally optimistic or irrationally pessimistic. Uh, give us your thoughts. Well, I'm the kind of person that looks at things as glass half full. Um, I do believe that we have enough people in this country who understand what's going on right now and the predicament we're in. I think that people are waking up to, to it more and more, that um, we do have division in this country. There's, it's very polarized that we have one side who doesn't particularly care for this country and what it was built on. Um, they want to tear it down. They want to, they 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 want us to become more socialistic. Um, they want to change it in every way. But I still think we have enough people in this country who understand that we're still the greatest country in the world. That we were built on freedom, and where you can where dreams can be made possible here in this country. And I think that's why we have this flood of illegal. Uh, immigrants coming into this country because they see it also that this country is the land of opportunity. And I think because we're built on that strong foundation, I think the um, the opposite side is going to have a really, really tough time tearing it down. Um, I see all this stuff going on with with Donald Trump and how he gets um, he every every time he turns around, they're looking for a way to get rid of him, to get him out of there. And, uh, you know, he's he's a strong guy. He keeps fighting. And I appreciate the fact that he keeps fighting for this country. I really think that he is he's for this found for what we what we believe in, for what this country stands for. I feel a lot like him. So I think we're we're going to be okay, um, but I do think it takes people to stand up and not hide from it, not hide from the fact that we ha we're having this problem, but to stand up and speak out against it and stand up for what's right for this country. Well, that's I think that that's a, that's first of all well said. 
We're we're at a point where I think people are also starting to realize they've been bystanders. They've been watching this all happen over a series of years, uh, depending on their age and uh, and what they're doing for for a living. Most Americans just want to go about their lives and rely upon uh, their congressmen, their senators to be good uh, and true men and women representing uh, American values and and their family. We've moved a long way from that. We have uh, we have different cultures in this country. Suddenly we're multicultural, to say the least. And I'm not talking about just race here. I'm talking about the values of in a Minnesota uh, or a, a Georgia or California and the Midwest. Uh, it's a clash. And uh, we are now separate peoples in separate states. Uh, it's not just about red and blue. I mean, it's this is a definitive difference uh, amongst our people right now. Uh, we're not just simply, as uh, President Obama once said, you know, red states and blue states were the United States. We're not. Uh, and, and people have to understand that, I think, don't you? Oh, I completely agree. We're not that way anymore. And, um, you know, before it gets out of hand, I think we need to come together. Uh, we need a savior coming in, whether, you know, Donald Trump's reelected. But I kind of remember a little bit of an instance um, similar to what we're dealing with right now during uh, Jimmy Carter's time. And uh, to me, he was not a good president. But then we had Ronald Reagan come in and he unified the country and he helped the economy and he brought strength and uh, courage and faith back to everyone who lives in this country. And it made a, a, a huge difference. And I'm just hoping that somebody comes out of the woodwork um, and can can kind of take over like like Ronald Reagan did during those days. Yeah, I, I, a number of people have said that late, we need a Ronald Reagan. Uh, but uh, honestly, I think we need a Donald Trump right now. Uh, we have to have a warrior who can take the viciousness of the left, who can, I mean, the blows that he has endured over the course of eight years now, uh, the political persecution. Uh, I think every Republican, every elected Republican has to stand with him, because if they do not, the the Marxist left will prevail. And if they prevail, there won't be an election in 2028. Uh, uh, I, I can almost uh, assure you of that. Uh, Billy, we've really enjoyed talking with you. I, I want to get we always give our guests the, the last word. And if you will, your concluding thoughts here. Well, first of all, I think it's important. I would just want to reiterate that I think it's important that people speak up. I think um, we're in a situation right now that uh, is dire and that we that we need to speak up we need to be for this country we need to get rid of some of this craziness that's going on this wokeism this uh, ultra liberalism um that is um taking over our country that's turning our country into a socialistic society there's trying to anyway and we need to speak up and stand firm against it and then I'd like for everyone to go out there and purchase the book, Family Reigns, that I just wrote. I think you get incredible American history going all the way back to when my great-grandfather Adolphus started the brewery, um, all the way up until it was sold and then to where the bushes are today, what it was like growing up in the Bush family when I grew up there, um, having a pet elephant, 
traveling in a private railroad car, which I thought everyone did at the time. And then I realized how unique that was. And so there's some great stories in there that people will be able to relate to history, uh, business, family dynamics, succession, all that sort of thing is in the book. I think people can, will relate to it and enjoy it. So please go out and get that. And you're going to see that in the book that, um, you know, how my family stood by America and believed in America. And that's what really caused them to be able to build such an incredible beer empire. Billy, it's been great talking with you, and we uh, recommend Billy's book highly. The uh, Family Reigns, the Extraordinary Rise and Epic Fall of an American Dynasty, and you just prompted one of my childhood memories, my great dream. You were talking about traveling, and I, uh, I, <laughs> you're a private railroad car. Uh, my dream was to get one of those uh, push wagons that they had, you know, where two guys get one guy gets one in and they pedal the the, the thing down the rails. Yes. I thought that was the coolest thing I I'd ever seen. I, that's what I was aspiring to at about the age of seven or eight. Uh, so they're all perspectives in this country and there should be room for all of them. Billy Bush, thanks for being with us. And uh, uh, we appreciate your time. Uh, God bless you. My pleasure, Lou. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks, everybody, for being here today, and thanks to Billy Bush. Tomorrow, as the drumbeat is growing louder for mandatory masks once again, the urging of more vaccinations, even as experts say the masks don't work, the vaccines don't prevent the China virus contagion, we take up the issues and controversies surrounding the virus and the vaccines. Our guest is noted physician, epidemiologist, virologist, as well as medical scientist Dr. Robert Malone who is credited with playing a major role in the discovery of messenger DNA, mRNA. Please join us for that tomorrow and join us each and every weekday. Follow me on Twitter and Truth Social at Lou Dobbs and on Facebook and Instagram at Lou Dobbs Tonight. And be sure to check out LouDobbs.com. Thanks, everybody. God bless you. And may God bless and save America. America.